Hello. Hello and welcome to the We Hate Anime podcast, the only podcast where we can get a father of a small child to be a participant. <laughs> when my wife and my child know. are uh, gone. <laughs> what do you mean they're gone? They're gone. They went to. Uh, she she went to visit her brother. So. Oh, yeah, that, 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 that kind of gun. I get worried there for a second. Anyway, uh, my name is Ted, uh, and with me is Doku, uh, perpetually busy, but this time he got a weekend to himself, but of course we couldn't get anyone else over here, so fuck him, I guess. It's a two-man podcast. Hell yeah, How doing let's it? go. <laughs> How are you doing, Doku? I haven't actually talked with you in a while. I, I am doing, I'm doing okay. Um... Lots fucking happened in the last year. Yeah, you're the only man I know who had their house burned down, so that's something. Well, it it got struck by lightning, which is apparently a thing that can happen. Yeah. That your house can get struck by lightning and catch fire, and then suddenly you have to live in a new house for like six months while they fix your house. Um, if you rent a place, get rid of his insurance. Um, highly recommend because that got me brand new couches so that was cool yeah, i didn't I have didn't, to replace I, my oled so that was nice well that, that that's something getting struck by lightning always reminds me of this fucking story i had when i was in a camp uh, a few years back basically i was a child like eight or nine and there was a storm going on and uh, you know everyone's scared especially the girls and the organizer tries to like cheer everyone up and says don't worry i know it looks terrifying but the chance that lightning strikes us is like one in a billion don't worry about and like on a fucking queue a tree like 50 meters from us gets struck and starts burning (laughs) lightning's fucking scary (laughs) lightning is super scary uh, my mom's always been terrified of it, and uh, that imparted on me a bit. But I try to be a brave boy. <laughs> yeah. Um. We haven't like we we, uh, fucking the original trio did an episode like a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah. But with like we hate anime in general hasn't been doing shit recently because everyone's been fucking busy. And I just want to say like if you're like sticking around, thank you. It means a lot. Thanks, thanks everyone. Honestly, uh, I. The, 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 this is gonna sound horrible, but I don't have a high stake here. Uh, I've been talking with uh, Mike a few days ago, well, a few weeks ago, honestly, before they even recorded, uh, when I was playing Magic the Gathering with Argentinians, as one does. And uh, I was talking with him, and you know, you know I know it's terrible, but bad to uh, think that we haven't thought uh, of organizing anything in a long time. But Mike, I need you to understand, you're a side bitch. And he said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're uh, in... in- the time we haven't been recording your YouTube channel fucking blew up. Uh, yeah, hopefully, and we'll keep blowing up. But uh, let's uh, keep that aside. What's been happening? Last time I spoke to you, you had a child get born, and uh, how big is she now, actually? She is, so she's 13 months old now, so she's out, oh. she's up and she's oh, walking God. around and shit. Um, she's tiny, so she's a, she's a small child. Like, she's already a child, mm-hmm. but she's, like, a small child. Because um, my wife and I are both small people. Uh, my wife is, You like, think that, that, that this will impart on your daughter, or will she outgrow both of you? I don't know. Because right now, she's she's small. She's, like, she's like she's over a year old, and she's, like, 16 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, my wife, she's, like, 5'3", five, five and she didn't hit 100 pounds, so she was in college um 
I think I think I was 90 pounds when I started college. I'm like I will pretend eight. to know what all those units mean, but I, I think I get They're idea. small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but so yeah, she's she's small, she's fucking adorable. I love her. Having a kid is a fantastic. I would not recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, given, I've been hearing the same stories from, from a friend of mine who also has a young daughter. Right now, actually, him and his wife also got a son, so they're unavailable for some time due to that. Uh, but he's running D&D 5E for us at like every... 20 30 minutes like anna anna what are you doing stop <laughs> stop no that's a switch that's not not the toilet go to the toilet <laughs> yeah no we have to so i had to buy three baby gates one for our bedroom one for my office and then one for the kitchen uh, mm-hmm. because once she started walking around she tries to like dig into the kitchen trash can and everything's up where she can't grab it because she will She's treasure hunting. What what are we talking about? Kids are a lot. Like her her favorite game is Easter egg hunting. So we do mm-hmm. Easter eggs all year round because it keeps her busy. <laughs> yeah, just put, put put them under the sofa or in a place that's inaccessible to her tiny hands, and you think this will keep her occupied looking at it for a few hours, but then she starts climbing, and it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, no, she she has started climbing too. Like she'll climb on my oh, wife no. to like get on the couch and stuff when she's like sitting on the floor. Oh, Nelly. Kids are great. Like I said, don't have kids. <laughs> kids are great. Don't have kids. No. Uh, so with. All of that, did you have time to, I don't know, watch anything, play anything? Um, I watched one thing that we'll, we'll get to. Um, I, play, I, played, I played Star Wars, the first Jedi game. What is that? Is Fallen Order. I get fucking... Mm-hmm. I, I want to strangle the people at EA that named these fucking games. Because Jedi Survivor and Jedi Fallen Order fucking confuse me. He's a Jedi survivor in the first game. Wasn't Jedi Survivor also like one of the Jedi Knight games, or am I? No, that that was Outcast. Okay. Yeah, no, it's it's Fuck not Star Wars. It's not related to the um, the, the yeah, Jedi yeah, Knight games. Yeah, I know, games I know, but I know it's not related. But just like the idea of confusing the naming with something that's twenty years old and nobody took that into consideration is always scaring me, especially with games. Yeah. Um. So I played that. The game's cool. Um, Jedi Survivor just like I, I beat it and then Jedi Survivor came out and Sonic Frontiers is cool. Oh yeah, so 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 Sonic was there. That was in the like last two months, right, or something along those lines. That was twenty twenty two, I think. Oh god, no, no. I think yeah, I think it came out before the new year. The perception of time is betraying me once again. Fucking Honkai Star Rail. House Honkers. That game's cool. If you don't know what that is, it is um, made by the same people who made Genshin, like Genshin Impact. They made yeah, yeah. It's it's the exact same, except it's Star Trek and turn-based. If I had a single penny for every gacha that is related to trains that later released in 2023, I would have two pennies, (laughs) which is not a lot, but it's weird that's happened twice. Also, uh, all I know about honkers is that the devs are cowards because there's a character named Kafka and she doesn't turn into a bug. That's fucking disgraceful. No, Kafka's really cool, though. Um, You can't pull her yet. You play her in the tutorial, and then that's it. Oh, oh, they, they tease your boss, and they'll be like, oh, will you be like, ready to spend some money in the next few months? Are you sure? I think she's supposed to be, like, there's like there's two characters you play as in the tutorial. One of them is the current banner. I think she's going to be, not the next one, but the next one. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that makes about the right amount of sense, honestly. But Honkai is cool. Don't play it. It's like <laughs> a turn-based RPG, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's uh, turn-based. So it makes like getting this makes doing the dailies and shit easier because you can just fucking mm-hmm. turn on auto battle and then, bada bing, you've done your dailies. Yeah, with Genshin, I remember that was like a Breath of the Wild, like so. The fact that they're diverging from that a bit is nice. Yeah. Uh, but I also they they had previous games that nobody ever heard of until Genshin came out. So I would really like if they made a real game. Yeah. Playing yeah. Honkai just makes me want them to have a real game because I I really like the combat system of Honkai. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been told it's like um, the Cold Steel, which I've never played, but I've been told it's what it's like. I think it's cool. Yeah. I want to like play the Trail series or the Kiseki series in general someday, but I'm very afraid because everyone tells me that will turn me homophobic and I can't afford that to be my friends are gay. I can't afford too much homophobic energy. I'll, uh, I'll go over. Dude, like my, my social circles would fucking shrink. <laughs> Who they, uh, the only person I could hang out in this very podcast would be Moff. That would be depressing. <laughs> um, Trials is cool, but I have a brain disease, so I haven't beaten heroes of the sky the first one mm-hmm. and i have a brain disease that is like oh cold steel takes place after those games i can't play cold steel until i play tra- uh, heroes of the sky no no i'm the exact same because i remember when the first XCOM remake came out like that was what 2012 or something my first instinct was not oh that looks like a cool game i should play that it was oh that looks like a cool game i should play the original from 1993 see i'm not like that uh, <laughs> i'm not that bad <laughs> Especially if it's so, like, if it's I'm envious. If it's a west, if it's an old western game, I throw that shit out the window. I was like, I'm not playing that. Like, what? Like old western games? I'm like, yeah, there is there is such thing as too old to be playable for me. But I'll fucking mm. play Dragon Quest One all day. I love that game. I don't. I like mean, Dragon yeah, with Quest the all Japanese console games, especially if they're console games, like there is some sort of uniformity there that you can adapt to, no problem. Whereas the West was a wild fucking West. But the saddest part about the story here is that the game from the 1993 I like way more than the actual new X. That's fucked up. <laughs> that is fucked up. Because uh, I actually like I like X- XCOM. Like the the new ones are pretty good. I don't remember the name of the studio, but they made it basically an indie spiritual sequel to the old XCOMs, which are called Xenonauts. And they keep the same crackhead energy of like, okay, look, look, look. Here's like 20 units you can put on your ship, also a tank, also most of them are going to die. Have fun. <laughs> and I, I heard that. Uh, that this energy was carried forward because if it was just like the choice between one one and the other, well, let's just say running DOSBox is never ideal. Oh, I read, uh, I've rewatched and read and then watched again uh, all of Trigun. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, that that tracks considering your display icon right now is Twink the Stampede. Yep. How, how are you liking... Well, this is a reread and rewatch, but what are your feelings on going back to Trigun, the old ones? So, when my daughter was born, I read the manga. Mm-hmm. The manga is really good. So, the manga is split up into two halves. It's Trigun and then Trigun Maximum, because they had to switch publications, because the original magazine Trigun was published in, like, cancelled? Like, the whole magazine mm-hmm. got shut down, and so Trigun Maximum had to move to a different publication. Well, uh, and you can like kind of tell, because the ending of the original Trigun series is kind of, like, really rushed. Uh, which is uh, the halfway yeah, point yeah. of the original anime, too. Like, Oh, okay. 
Um, and then it goes into and the maximum starts. And maximum is like more like adult themed because like Trigun mm-hmm. was a show shonen, and then Trigun Maximum is was, was like a, a, a seinen. Yeah, soft seinen, like a seinen. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so with the manga cutting off at the half point of the anime, is the second half of the anime fully fully original, or did they take some parts from Maximum? Uh, it's more like Maximum took some parts from the anime. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because there was only a little bit of Maximum out when they made the anime, um, so most of it's all original. Yeah, classic story. The, I remember with uh, the Gunm or Battle Angel Alita, it was a bit similar, whereas the author was like, oh, I've been diagnosed, I think I'm gonna fucking die, let's wrap up this manga, and then it turned out, oh, he's not actually dying, so the, he made a second series that is a sequel that is still ongoing. Yeah. <laughs> Which like, you know, good on him. But Maximum, Trigon Maximum is really interesting because, like, there's there's a character that only existed in a filler episode of the original anime that shows up in Trigon Maximum. Which is? Uh, it's uh, So there's an episode of Trigon that has this gunsmith um, mm-hmm. who, like, makes, who, like, quits making guns because they just cause violence. And then he meets Vash and then he's like, oh, Vash is cool. I'll make him a gun. And that's the episode. He shows up at, at like near the end of Trigon Maximum to like work on Vash's gun. Oh, that's cool. That's like cool. when it comes to Trigon, I've watched the anime series from the nineties, like fifteen years ago, I suppose, uh, when I was a teenager, and it was never like on uh, public TV or on any TV here in Poland. So I don't have the same like tsunami connotation that a lot of westerners have so it, it was something i had to seek out and it was like oh that's cool i, I still like bebop more though <laughs> yeah that's trigon like i love trigon a lot but it is not like if it wasn't on toonami i don't think it would have been like that big of a deal in the west yeah probably I think it would have so been too. like i mean you see it i mean outlaw star no one fucking cares about outlaw star now <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, seen, I've seen people. I've seen some people care about Outlaw Star and like the female characters in it. I'm like, I'm like always. Did you did you not watch anything else? Like, <laughs> is your nostalgia that strong? That's that's how I feel about a uh, uh, Gundam Wing because I, I watched. Oh. Uh, so after my daughter was born, I watched yeah. a lot of fucking Gundam. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, because I had promised my one of my friends that when I got caught up with One Piece, I'd start Gundam. I would get and then I got caught up with one Gundam. I do have like nine lives like I got, so I've got the time, right? <laughs> um, so I watched the original Mobile Suit Gundam, uh, and then Zeta Gundam, Double Zeta Gundam, Shars Counterattack. I've watched everything up to... I'm watching Gundam X right now. Gundam's fucking good. Uh, except yeah, I don't like Gundam hear. Wing. That's like the one series that's like, this is kind of poopy. I don't like this. See, the, 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 it's fucked up because Wing is the only one I've seen because that one was on TV over here. Yeah. And when I was fucking, what, 10 or 11, it blew my fucking mind because it was this political drama with like complex characters and uh, cool fucking cute robots and actually an ongoing plot, not an episodic one. And it's... Uh, fucking influenced me i bought the manga which of course later turned out that's uh, an adaptation not the other way around but back then i didn't know i, I always thought it's oh, oh manga first and then an anime yeah uh, and uh, then when i grew up i was like 20 25 i rewatched it and i was like oh oh well there's a 
key childhood memory ruined. Cool. <laughs> yeah, Gundam Wing, Gundam Wing has a lot of cool shit going on in it, but it also has a lot of lame shit going on in it. I think oh, the yeah. last, like, three episodes are, are really good, though. Like, the core idea of a Gundam with, uh, like, fuckboy boy band t- 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 teenage characters, like, when I was 10, the, those, were, those were teenagers, that was cool for me. Now it's like, eh. <laughs> like no, like they're only one of them is likable, and he pilots the edgy one. Yeah, yeah, duo. Duo, the, duo's duo's the best in that show. Yeah, like he's he's the only one with a personality, honestly. So I'm not surprised yeah. everyone likes him. Um, Gundam, the the Gundam kids is a thing in every most Gundam series, starting with Double Zeta, which is a bunch of kids, child soldiers, pilot Gundams. Yeah, there, there, there's always a kid still think a Gundam or something, right? And I also know that Iron Ballet or Hans went in full in on that concept, but I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Um, Double O. I also, I also watched the first season of Double O, which is really good. I watched Unicorn, which has a lot of pretty colors that I like. <laughs> and, always something positive, huh? And I watched Thunderbolt, which is fucking fantastic. Well, at least the first Thunderbolt movie. This was like a few years, like weeks ago. It's fucking fantastic. Watch Thunderbolt. So, when will you get to the pinnacle that is Gundam Seed? <laughs> one day, one day I'll have to. I'll have to watch <laughs> Gundam Seed to. one day. The contractual obligation is there. Um, Your soul is sold already. So I got into Gumpla last August. Mm-hmm. Um, I think out like besides Universal Century, I think I have more Seed kits than anything else, and I haven't seen any of Seed. <laughs> But the robots are cool, and that's the robots matters, are right? fucking cool. It's got the the. There's a spinoff manga that has a bunch of cool robots too. It has the Astrays, which the red Astray has a katana, which is cool as shit. I mean, yeah, honestly, the moment I accepted that oh, this one betrayed as max, they're just like robotic suits of armor that are towering over everyone else. I was like, yeah, this is this is way cooler to, way to think of it. With Gundam, especially, I always appreciate the fucking melee combat because when they're just flying and shooting with their shields up, it's like, yeah, okay. But when they get in there, they fucking get injured. Oh yeah, I like one thing I like about Universal Century stuff is that, mm-hmm. especially the original Mobisu Gundam series is that the Gundam is a terrifying weapon of war. And it's, it's, it's great. It's good. So, 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 so it's always, oh, fuck, it's a Gundam runaway. Yes. Um, and the cool. original Gundam series, until like the Zeons actually know the name of the Gundam, they just call it the White Devil. Because any Zeon <laughs> that like comes face-to-face with the Gundam, because there's only one Gundam in that series, it's just, they're the just only fucking one. dead. Okay. So, but okay, we had the nukes, we had weapons of mass destruction, but what if really cool fucking robot? What if it was so fucking cool it destroyed everything? And what if we put a nuclear reactor in it so if it blows up, oh, everyone's fuck, okay. fucking dead? The fucking doomed way of deterring combat. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, oh, man. Uh, Gundam's great. Um, I need to watch more Gundam, honestly. You do. I highly recommend... Uh, if, you, if you watch the original Mobile Gundam, I'd recommend the movie trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause 0079, which is what people just call it, it has a lot of pacing issues cause it's like 49 episodes, something like 43 episodes. And yeah, each episode like has to have a fight, ah, which causes the, the a lot yeah, so that causes a lot of pacing issues. Uh, a, a lot of, and then enemies arrived. Yeah. yeah the, um, Zeta, Gundam, and Double Zeta all have like all, they all have that same issue. 
Zeta is a bit better about it, just because Zeta is just generally a better series, I think. Uh, I like I'm, I am a double Zeta defender. A lot of people don't like double Zeta because it's kind of it has a it has a much lighter tone, but I like double Zeta. Yeah, I can't really, you know, uh, weigh in here, but the original Gun of the 70s series has been on my to-watch list for a few years now, and it's always like, Tid, come on, you watched Legend of Galactic Heroes, that's 110 episodes, you can fucking do it, but for some reason I never got the initiative. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. Wing Remain is the only series I completed. Because if you watch <laughs> the version of Mobile Gundam, you have to watch the sequel, and then you have to watch yeah. the sequel to the sequel. And then you have to watch the movie sequel to, to that. Yeah, yeah, because it's a uh, whole continuity, right? Yeah, it's the Shar and Amuro saga is Mobile Suit mm -hmm. Gundam, Zeta Gundam, Double Zeta, and then Shar's Counterattack, mm -hmm. which is the movie, which is fucking fantastic. Shar's Counterattack is a good yeah. movie. Uh, yeah, I've always heard like high praise about Shar's Counterattack and never any specifics. Uh, oh, sorry. This I know some specifics in that. What was the name of the author of Gundam? God damn it! Um, oh, oh my God! Yeah. I'm blanking on his name now. Tomino. Tomino. Yeah. The, all I know is because I have some mutuals that are heavily into Mecha. That interviews with Tomino around that time were fucking insane. Yes, uh, he is a fucking he... insane person. I love every interview with him. He talks about how uh, he imagines his characters having sex and what it feels yeah. like. In order to accurately convey this character, I need to imagine her vagina is crucial because otherwise, I don't know what kind of a person she is. <laughs> yeah, I, I respect the hustle. Which, man, if you, I mean, if you just see how Shar, how the, how the character Shar Azrabal is written, okay, yeah, you have to be insane to write this character because uh, mm. he is the most it, mentally ill person in fiction. I mean, that, that's how you get the most popular character in your series that has a million of clones even outside of Gundam. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, even Gundam but, Wink had a fucking char. Uh, do we want to talk about... Talk about G-Witch? Hell yeah, I do, because that's the one series I've got for today. <laughs> um, I guess we'll by, probably get like heavy spoilers into at least the first season. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, so... Gundam Witch from Mercury, the currently ongoing uh, Gundam series, which as of recording has 21 episodes, I believe, 12 and 9, and the prologue, so uh, 22, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen all of that, so uh, watchers beware. <laughs> yeah, uh, I haven't seen the episode 21 yet, because um, okay. I always wait. Um, uh, one of my coworkers, we watch it together on Tuesdays, so. I have oh, to that's sweet. Yeah. But but I can just uh, t t tell you right now it's uh, set up before the climax basically. Oh, okay. Well, fuck. <laughs> um, G Witch is fucking fantastic. Uh, just just culturally, it it's gotten a lot of people into Gundam in general. Uh, yeah. The the kits for Gundam Aerial are still kind of hard to find. They still sell out really quickly. Apparently, it's our Ariel is like one of the best Gunplus ever selling or something along those lines. Yes, I have one. I have a high grade oh. and I have a, an SD, which is like the chibi version of the kits that they have. I have an mm -hmm. SD Ariel sitting on my desk. How, how tall is that actually? It is, um, it's a little shorter than an Amiibo. <laughs> okay. Um. I don't, I don't know how to convert that out of freedom uh, measurements. 
I, I, I've had an Amiibo in my hands once. I think I got the idea. Yeah, the, the SD kits are pretty small. The high grades are quite a bit bigger. And then... Yeah, I've got a few friends into Gunpla, and I was surprised when they told me about it because apparently it's not like a typical model kit where you fucking cut shit out and glue it, but it's actually like, like snap it in and it works, and it's like, wow. Yeah, it's all snap Gunpla's a lot I of fun. <laughs> I want to do that then because like I tried get, getting into models with like Warhammer Fantasy and shit and back in the day and like I cut out the models I put them on into their bases I put the black base color on them and I was like yeah that's enough work I, I don't want to do this anymore yeah and Ariel is actually a really good starter kit so there you go why is that why why is she a good starting kit um it's it's simple uh the high the high grades are generally simpler kits um uh, they don't have what are called inner frames so like. It, there's high grades, master grades, real grades, and perfect grades. Uh, high grades are 1 144th scale. They are the mm -hmm. lowest grade. That doesn't mean they're bad. That just means like they're simple. They're typically just anime accurate. And they're just, they have like basic um, articulation stuff. Uh, there's real grades, which are also 144th scale. They have a full inner frame, so like even without the armor, they can still move around and shit. It looks like it, it looks like a robot without its armor. Okay, okay, you know how? And then there's master grades, which are bigger than one one hundredth scale. Though they also have inner frames. Uh, they're so. Uh, if I'm getting this correctly, an inner frame is like a basic skeleton for the model, whereas those without an inner frame are just blocks of plastic. Is that right? Kind of. Um. It's kind of, it's really hard without like, having a visual, but an inner frame yeah, yeah. is more like you, so you build the inner frame like out of the plastic mm -hmm. and then the actual colored armor goes on that inner frame. On top. Yeah. Okay. So it's like build, it's like building a, like without the armor, it looks like a mech, like the inside of a mech basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then perfect cool. grades are 160 of scale. They're fucking huge. And they're usually about 200, 300 bucks. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's fair. Uh, but high grades typically get, get like a now. ten to 50, but, ten to twenty bucks. But I'll have to wait until like July, August because I'm fucking flying out to America. And wouldn't you know it? So it turns out that intercontinental flying is really fucking expensive. Oh yeah. Well, while you're in America, you just buy uh, go to a local Hobby Lobby and buy you some kits. Yeah. Okay. Uncle, auntie, cousins, I'm very glad we met. I'm glad I kept my promise from three years ago to visit you. However, I need to go buy a fucking Gundam. Yeah. So Gundam Mushroom Mercury is about this uh, girl named Soletta Mercury who goes um, to an academy that is on a space colony. It's just like, a, it's kind of like a, it looks like a, a um, vocational school sort of, because it has stuff like outside yeah. of mechs. I mean, they, they've got entire fucking farms there to maintain that shit. So. Yeah, like, Miorin is like a business major, so it's not all just mechs, but... However, it is the focus, yeah. Yeah, uh, so Soleta is there to be a pilot, and pilots, they have to... I think they have to bring their own suits, is what it, I remember. The idea, I think, is that because it's mostly rich kids from space, they get like sponsorships and uh, partnership deals from corporations who want to test their mechs out. But yeah, it's not. They have like those generic frames, I remember, sorry, generic mobile suits that they use for in like the classes that they have to avoid mice and shit. Yeah, the, uh, the dimmies. But, uh, 
uh, everything outside of that, I think it's their own, which is like, for example, Choo Choo, the best girl, has uh, an absolute piece of shit, but uh, hey, it shoots guns. Yeah, you can, so they sell kits, They because they're called Dimmy Trainers. They sell a Dimmy Trainer kit, but they also sell a Choo Choo's Dimmy Trainer kit. <laughs> that is just hers. Just hers. How is that different? Uh, I think she, I think it has different weaponry. Oh yeah, because she has the big gun. That that makes sense. Choo Choo's fucking great. Huh. Uh, we'll get to Choo-choo's her. Choo Choo's the best. <laughs> uh, so she she gets to the school, and she brings with her the totally not a Gundam Ariel. And totally before she, she gets to school, she meets this girl named uh, Murine, uh who she uh, saves in space. But it turns out she's trying to run uh, run away. Uh, and she gets into a fight with Gyul, my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, don't you mean Bob? Yeah, Bob. <laughs> um, so Gyul is the current holder when she gets into the school, and she challenges him to a duel because she's being—he's—he's he's committing a, a bit of um, of spousal abuse to or Mioring. As one does. As one does. It's fine. <laughs> he gets better. <laughs> uh, so she wins the duel, and it turns out, and so she becomes the holder. And whoever the holder is uh, marries Miorin. Yeah, well, when she turns 17. And th- this is the exact point where even if you haven't watched Uta, you should be like, hey, wait a minute, I heard about this before. Yeah, this is just Uta. <laughs> It's the first episode, especially, is so aggressively the first episode of Utena to the point where I'm kind of disappointed that with every duel there isn't like a choir aggressively singing some stupid bullshit <laughs> like in that show. Uh, but uh, Gyul spends uh, 20 episodes taking L's. He cannot get a fucking break. Uh, but the, the rest of the first, so the first season is mostly about like. Um, Saleta and uh, Miorin's relationship growing and them learning to uh, like legitimately yep. love each other. Um, yep. the f- Gro- uh, growing lesbian love and also, no, it's not a Gundam. My mom told me it's not a Gundam. Stop. <laughs> oh, my mom told me it's a Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yeah. The, the core concession of this is a bit silly to me, honestly, because, well, uh, the, the show is great emotionally and on the level of characters and such, but when it gets to politics, I get a bit lost. Maybe it's because my brain is the size of a fucking walnut. But, like, oh, yeah, this technology uh, has can be used to build gigantic suits of weapons, so let's ban the entire technology that also has medical uses. It's kind of like, I don't know, you can make a bomb out of a pacemaker battery, so yeah, let's ban pacemakers. That's, <laughs> that's the one thing that's weird about it i think it also has something to do with the fact that the the gun technology um like causes damage yeah to people too i think that's part of it i, I uh, think it's probably ju- ju- just like the basic idea okay we want to outlaw gundam so to make sure that if, uh, this technology is not abused even a little bit let's ban technology wholesale that made that kind of works yeah so in g witch a gundam is a is it's banned because Gundams uh, make use of this uh, technology called Gund, uh, where basically you can control the robot with your brain. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's b- b- basically it's, it links with your neurons or some shit, and it turns out that uh, making your brain control a fucking 20-ton suit of armor, that, that, that's a bit overwhelming. That can cause some brain damage. Yeah, but for some reason... Could you? Um, 
Saleta can pilot Ariel, no problem. And most no people, problem. no one's quite sure why. Um, at least as, as far as the first season is concerned, we'll get it. We'll, yeah. we'll get it in the second season. Uh, I, I mean, actually, on that topic, it. have you seen the prologue episode that they streamed so some time before the actual series? Yeah, the they it's yeah. it was like two weeks before the the first episode came out they made it public yeah yeah i, I just watched everything in bulk so i don't have the time school here but but, but uh, I, I remember like everyone telling me about jewish it's like oh it's kind of cute that there's this developing romance and the prog just fucking murders people after that. like oh oh I, I i think i know where the series might be going oh yeah <laughs> um those cute girls tricked people into uh watching a gundam show <laughs> Because there is a quite there is a, a a child does get murdered in the first season, and with so they take Ariel to this colony not a colony but it's like this factory or whatever to get it worked on because they're yeah uh, Murine is able to convince her father who controls every like some like so, some business bullshit basically yeah. because the, 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 there's technically peace in the world like in the current one uh it's mostly like corporate drama at first yeah. but of course that that, that that never holds but so this the place that ariel's at gets attacked um slaughter gets in the the new and improved ariel because it does it has a different design and everything it looks fucking cool yeah they, they, they gave her wings yeah <laughs> Um, is to like defend the um, the the factory, mm-hmm. and uh, and part of that, um, she pancakes a man in front of Miorin. Then she gets out of the mech, trips over the blood, and says, "Oh, I'm so clumsy!" <laughs> Just reaches out to Miorin with a hand covered in blood, with the blood uh, droplets like flying in zero G, and I love that shot so much. Yeah, which completely recontextualizes Saleta and how you see her, because you spend the entire first season being like, "If anything happens to Saleta, I will kill everyone and then myself." She I'm is... still on that mode of operation. Fuck you! I want to protect my cute. Because uh, she is the sweetest child. thing in the show. She like, she's fucking great. She's one of my favorite Gundam protagonists. And then that happens, and then sounds like, oh, something's. Are you okay? No. Do you need, no, you need help? Not. Do you need therapy? <laughs> I, I've done some reading be, before we started, and uh, actually someone noticed that it's uh, very apparent that she is more, especially in the first season, it's very apparent she's more used to interacting with people when in Ariel. So, like, when talking with people, she takes a knee because she's used to, like, needing to get down to speak to, to with someone on equal terms and hiding be, be, behind people like she would behind a panel and such. Yeah. And that's a, that's such a fucking good character writing without even saying a word. Also, it There's is... There's a lot of that in Jewish, honestly. Uh, it's, it is a Gundam thing for the protagonist to have autism yeah uh every gun protagonist has uh is autistic in some way or another uh camille in uh gundam zeta straight up says he's autistic (laughs) i mean based he's not a king uh he's camille's camille's fucking great the first thing he does is punch a cop for misgendering him oh yeah you need to watch oh yeah because let me guess because he has a girl's name right yes yeah uh, Camille's fantastic. Come Why the fuck are there tiny waves on my recording? Oh my god, am I getting a noise? Ah, whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm that's that's Largo's problem, not mine. Ah! Um, <laughs> which Mercury's fucking great. Um, the... Uh, every it, fucking... Every mech design is a home run. 
I have to admit, I feel like a roop here because it took me a long time to remember any design that is not aerial. Uh, maybe it's because I fucking binged it, but it's like they, they blended together for me a bit. Yeah, but, a lot uh, of them. I also didn't look out for them. So each company, each company has a different designer for their mechs. Mm -hmm. So like Gules company has a different designer from uh, Shadik's company, which is a designer from Elaine's company. So they all like they. So each company's so mobile suits look similar, but between them they look vastly different. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Shadik has the Megalis, which looks cool as shit. Looks like a fucking knight. It it's very how should I design it? very alien? I would say like maybe maybe it's the purples, but it's always like if you have a, an alien faction in a strategy game, that's what they fucking look like. Yeah, and then. Um, Gules come. I always, I forget. I don't know why I forget the name of the fucking companies. But um, Gules, all of all of theirs are like big beefy boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like with the, fucking flying swords. Yeah, yeah. he's fucking Virgiling it. This the fuck up. Cool. It's really cool. Like the the way that he uses it in the that particular fight in season two. I was like, yo, yo. Yeah, it's oh, it's so, it is so cool. Every mobile suit is fantastic. Uh, and they they exist to sell toys, <laughs> but you I know mean, what? I eat the, that the, shit the, up. They better have good fucking design if they want to sell toys. Oh yeah, um, the, all the Gundams are cool as shit. Um, Honestly, uh, sorry to interrupt there, but like on the topic I mentioned before of like good character writing, one moment particular still stood out to me. I don't know if it's season one or season two. I don't remember now because I binged it in two days. But uh, when the Suleta's mother, Prospera, was talking with Miorina and uh, saying that her mom was into bioengineering and plant uh, design and shit. And I was like, oh, that's why she's in the greenhouse so much. And they don't even acknowledge it in text. And I figured that I really like that particular bit of writing because it shows, yeah, that they'll just throw things out there and you'll, you'll connect the pieces. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. No, I think in the first season at some point, Miorina says something about her mother liking greenhouse and shit. Maybe. Um... But there, there's also one really cool scene in the second season where Murin and Soledad are like just are like talking, and it shows a ripe tomato with Murin's reflection, and then an unripened one with Soledad's reflection. Soledad, uh, yeah. Which means that like Soledad's not ready do you, for the do relationship. Do you understand the symbolism, children? <laughs> do Do you get which one is the immature one in this relationship? Yeah, because. Uh, there's some shit happens in second season. Like, oh, oh, Soleta needs help. Oh, oh. oh yeah, like fucking help her, my poor child. God. Um. So I guess we can hang into what's happening yeah, in second I, season. I, 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 I'll get 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 them off on for for a second here. <clears throat> As we know, Prospera did nothing wrong. <laughs> Slow down a bit there. <laughs> uh, shoving your no. kid into a Gundam is uh, not good. It's not. It's definitely not good. And uh, I. Like, I sympathize with her motives and such, but, like, the moment she goes, like, you know what? In order to enact my petty revenge, I'll start a fucking war on the most impoverished planet in the system, which is, of course, Earth. I'm like, you know what? Maybe not. Yeah. She has a, <laughs> Maybe there is a line. She hasn't dropped a colony on Earth yet, but I'm sure that's coming. Fucking yet. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an episode you haven't seen yet. Oh, boy. Uh... uh <laughs> Don't worry about it, but uh, 
one more thing I wanted to touch upon. Uh, I, I've had the uh, term Dune Tanagelion in my head when it comes to G-Witch. And the first thing I wanted to touch upon, the fucking CEOs of the one company that uh, Elan is in are just fucking Bene Gesserit. They just are! Me, they look like fucking Dune characters. <laughs> they're, they're, they're just fucking a cabal of ladies controlling everything from the shadows. And they genetically modify people. Like, come the fuck on. Oh, okay, that's another, that's another thing I, I did while uh, on, I guess, hiatus. I, I read the first three Dune books. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one's good. I don't know about the other two. Yeah, like, the first Dune is spectacular. Uh, Messiah tired me out a bit. Children of Dune, honestly, I really like the last third or so, but everything up to that is, eh, it's boring. Yeah. Um, back to G-Witch. Uh, well, I have one more thing about Dune. Um, George Lucas is a hack... George Lucas is a fucking hack so much. Um, like, I I mean that very lovingly. He's a fucking hack. He took so much shit from Dune, but uh, it's good. Oh yeah, our hero on a desert planet uh, gets recruited by a cabal of uh, mystical order that knows some shit, but uh, this time they're male. And also, uh, in the, there's like a huge gaping mole in the desert that they throw people into. Gee, I fucking wonder. That's <laughs> like... Children of Dune has a whole thing with, like, the two twins who were born. Uh, the mother dies during childbirth, and the twins are, like, special powers and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, of course, only the boy matters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, G-Witch! G-Witch. It's good. Uh, let's oh. talk about Choo-Choo. <laughs> Choo-Choo, like, the, this is another point of comparison with Utena, because there's also a character called Chuchu in Utena, but that's a fucking little monkey gremlin, uh, rather than... Chuchu is a gremlin. Uh, <laughs> Chuchu is a gremlin, but she's a full-fledged girl, and she punches that shit out of races, and I love her. God. And uh, how does she fit that fucking hair into her helmet, we'll never know. There, There is just, just a whole episode that just builds up to Chuchu punching... A space racist in the face and she just slouches over she's fucking dead <laughs> <laughs> like uh when she was first introduced and you know screaming at people i fully expect her to just, just be loud mouth that doesn't actually do anything but then she just fucking goes in and punches a bitch in the face and looks yeah, yeah best she, girl she's fucking she's great i love her so much uh when that episode came out there was like official art of her with like a base mm-hmm. like a spiked bat <laughs> <laughs> A delinquent, of course. She's yeah, she's she's the delinquent character. Honestly, like even if they don't get as much screen time, the other Earth characters I really like as well. They're just like a, a very nice bunch, uh, each with their like little quirks that you identify them by. Uh, they're all great, uh, and there's also that one side character that you've seen all over Twitter. You know the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Twitter, don't you? Rule thirty four. Oh my god, I don't even know her. I don't even remember her name. Uh, but goddamn, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I fully concur. Uh, she gets a bit more of a role in season two, honestly. Yeah, uh, she she, the, she definitely has more going on in season two with the. Uh, in one season movie. one, she's just like sitting around on a couch and says like one snide remark every episode, and it was like, yeah, that's my girl. Yeah, no, as soon like even like even season one, she was still all all over Twitter. Yeah, um, it's just just a. It's just a home run of a design. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. And slight, slight spoilers for season two, but the, the, there's a scene where she basically blackmails uh, a guy, Martin, into painting her nails, and I was like, God damn God, that's we were watching that at work, and like everyone in the room was like, God, I wish that was me. <laughs> yeah. 
cultured people. <laughs> Fully fucking cultured people. God. Oh. Mm. Uh, but yeah, G, which is actually, aside from Wing, the only uh, Gundam series I have seen. I don't want to judge it yet because, you know, they can co- totally fumble an ending that can always happen. Yeah. Uh, but I've been having a fucking blast in the, the, those past two days because the characters are really good, uh, both on, like, the, when it comes to writing and, like, the way they're animated and how their movements convey their personality. Uh, but also, like, the mecha fights are really, really fucking cool. And I know that in the past decade or so, there was a large issue of a lot of shitty CG in mech fights because they're difficult to animate. But here it's either doesn't show or it's mostly hand-drawn, it is, I Yeah, it's tell. mostly hand-drawn. It looks fantastic. That's so fucking good. And man. that's, well, that's, and that's just Sunrise. Sunrise, um like all their shit just looks great um mm-hmm. even like iron blood orphans i've seen clips of it looks great um even like unicorn has some cg and even that like it's it was like 2010 or some shit like that it still looks great i mean there there is some cg in here as well i definitely noticed like a one spaceship for a split second and also in the most important scene of the entire series, Gandam, Gandam, Ray of Hope. Yeah. With the fucking aerials, green screen dancing in the back. It's definitely a CG model. And like even like even a lot of the character acting too. There's a there's a scene in the first season. It's like it's like episode eleven or some shit, where Soleta is like locked has like locked herself in the bathroom, and they're like. Mm-hmm. And Mirroring shows up and they're like fighting to get the door open. And like all the character acting in that scene is just fantastic. And then they're like chasing each other through the space station. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but my wife that's angry with me got tired of it. I'll go check up on her <laughs> just to make sure. <laughs> Even if Suleta commits a colony drop or some fucking shit, I'll still want to protect her. Uh, she deserves the word. She, she does. Even when she uh, holds her hand out with a bloodied hand that is immaculately animated. <laughs> she needs to be protected. <laughs> she can protect herself, but, you know, just to be sure. Oh, gosh. What, what else was there? Oh, yeah. Actually, on the to- 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 topic of, like, let's say secondary characters, but uh, you already spoke about Bob. Uh, I love him. I like uh, his character oh, yeah, development. Oh, yeah, that when he actually leaves the school and makes out like a blue corp job for himself and chills the fuck out and actually becomes a good person in the second season, that's great. Uh, but uh, also like the entire plotline with Alan being a person with someone else's face, it's fucked up. Yes, I, I love everything so about Alan is fucked up. Um, yeah, because people harp on about a lot Sorry, harp a lot on about the ending of the first season, but like halfway through, we've got a kid being incinerated by a fucking laser. I was like, oh, oh yeah, oh, I, I guess we're getting there. <laughs> um, but Gil, that's a Gil is my favorite character in the show. Um, he's great. All of his interactions from like even like the first, he's a piece of shit in the first episode, but like I think it's like the third or fourth episode or something. He just becomes a simp for Saleta. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think the third episode ends with, like, Saleta, will you marry me? It's like, oh, this this is my goal. Yeah. <laughs> like, a woman beat my ass twice. I need to marry her. I, so, I Saleta just that. makes a fucking harem. It's great. 
I mean, she deserves it. She does. Have you seen, have you seen that girl? Uh, but uh, when it comes to actually that and his development, like, I really like that even like the first episode, is, uh, he's a total asshole, but then they immediately show that his surrounding is uh, shit. His father can go fucking die. He did. Whoa, how did all Yeah, but uh, the good like core idea of the fact that even as this total asshole he has the sense of duty and actually respects the duos it, it was nice yeah i al- i always like asshole characters and i know that says a lot about me uh but they need to have something underneath that oh yeah and duel is duel's fantastic uh his character development is revolves around his moment mm-hmm <laughs> Uh, you look different. Season. Yeah, I know. I look like a fucking adult now. I don't like look like fucking my Giver. Because the second season he has to cut off his mullet because it gets fucked up because of uh, what happens at the end of the first season. Because he has to fucking kill yeah. his own dad to protect himself. I mean, it's not that for not having his fucking comps on. Stupid bastard. <laughs> like, like it, it, this is like basic game etiquette. If your opponent wants to bounce, you keep the chat open. <laughs> But, but no, he he was afraid to be put up on scrap quotes and he kept them off. And that's why he died. Yeah. It's his fault. He deserved it. Oh, actually, spe- speaking of scrap quotes, because I know you're into fighting games. Uh, have you been into Street Fighter Six? Oh, hold on one second here. Um, 48.9 hours. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, Street Fighter Six is great. <laughs> so I've heard. Uh, because pff- like... It's a game I haven't bought yet because again, fucking America. Yeah. But like every single video and screenshot I see of that game, it's like it's so it looks so fucking slick. Even, I, even, even like, just for aesthetics, I want to buy it. I've actually been playing like a bit of the single player mode, which is the the world tour, mm-hmm. and it's a that, it is a PS2 game. It's fucking great. PS2 game how? Um. So have you played Mortal Kombat Deception? I think so, but I tried to repress that memory, but go on. So Mortal Kombat Deception has this story mode where you play as this dude who can get trained by, like, other Mortal Kombat characters, and you can assign him, like, special moves and shit and change your style based, like, based on who you meet. Mm-hmm. That's Street Fighter Six's story mode. Okay. So, like, you meet characters and you change your, like, you can change your, like, normals based on, like... Mm-hmm who your your master you want to be and then but you can just fucking mix and match your specials yeah, yeah i've heard that not only you can make absolute fucking cronenberg monsters in the character creator but also like you don't you don't set yourself to one uh, skill set you can mix and match and that leads some, to some fucking goofy bullshit yeah it is it's a ton of fun uh, the world tour is great. Can't fucking wait to fight against a dude that looks like Ryu, is named Ryu, and then fucking throws a chuchun like kick at me. <laughs> uh, yeah, the av- so you can play against us, so you can play against other avatars, and it's. So I fought against a shirtless Guts who was using DJ's moveset. It's uh, very interesting. Uh, but the game itself is a ton of fun. I've been playing Kimberly. I'm like Gold 4. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's a fun game. It's it's uh, nice I, to I have to a Street Fighter game that I can get into because I didn't like five, I didn't fucking like four, three. I like the mechanics of three, but there's not a character in three that gets me hooked. Mm-hmm. And well, uh, I I have to say that I, I've never been much into Street Fighter. Like the one fighting game I ever really got into as a kid was Tekken Three. I played the shitload of that with my cousins. Uh, but like with Street Fighter four, four and five, I'll be honest, I never really liked the aesthetics. 
but in a six it's so fucking sick oh yeah no four like go looking back at four four is fucking ugly yeah i've always said that but nobody believed me. four is ugly five is fucking ugly and it's insane like marvel vs. capcom 3 is one of the most aesthetically pleasing fighting games in the past oh yeah past marvel 3 looks games. amazing and not only because they've got Phoenix fucking right as a playable character, that, that's just a bonus. Street Fighter Cross Tekken looks fine too, so I don't know what the fuck is going on with the Street Fighter 4 and 5. There, there's many things, and uh, I think everyone can probably say, oh yeah, the management at Capcom at that time, right, right, yeah, right, right. Also, uh, Seventh Gen was also a nightmare, so that's fair. Yeah, the, the, that's true. But Street Fighter gave 6. gave us Nier and New Vegas, but aside from that, really, what, ha what has it done for us? <laughs> Uh, Street Fighter 6 is, is a lot of fun. I highly, highly recommend if you have at all any kind of interest in fighting games or even just like one like, like just like Street Fighter casually, it's a lot of fun. And I'm not gonna lie, the idea of modern controls is kind of selling me uh, because when it comes to fighting games, I always have two basic issues. One is always fucking up motion inputs because I do them too fast. And the second one is if I get too stressed, I just press forward and that fucks up all my moves. Yeah. The modern controls are actually pretty neat. Uh, there have been like some people who like can make it like pretty high rank with just modern controls. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, so that being that. in the game is really cool. There's also dynamic controls, which I'm not entirely sure what that does. Okay, that's the first I hear of it. Yeah, there's a third but, control set that I think changes based on the situation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, dynamic. That, that's in the name, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, man. I remember when I played the Umineko fighting game some time ago because I, I was much heavily into Umineko that came out and I could play with my friends by just, you know, asking them for their IP address because the netcode in the game was fucking nightmare. It was P2P. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I remember that there was, in the Xbox version, uh, they added a princess mode for <laughs> playing play, play with different, different scenarios and I could never fucking figure out how the fuck that even worked. I think it was semi-dynamic, but it just always chose the worst option. That's why, why would you play this? Yeah, there's a lot of, like... 7th Gen had a bunch of fighting games that had, like, a, um... I think, like, Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue had a stylish mode. I don't know why they took that out of Strive. Because Strive is already simplified. Hey, hey yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, Street Fighter, like, having multiple different controls it's great i think it gets more people fucking buying your game and playing it the one mm -hmm. thing about street fighter 6 that has me scared is it has a battle pass that we don't know anything about yet mm -hmm. and it's like i don't i don't like the idea of a 60 dollars game having a battle pass depending on how it's done yeah that's fair um, well, but I can't really speak up because uh, I've been in the fucking Limbus Company gacha prison for the past four months now. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buying that fucking battle pass every season, I, I, I can't escape from Every season? Mode. How many? You said four months. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the second season started the first of the Ju June. So okay, so season uh, like three months. Okay, that's, that's fair. Yeah, it's uh, quarterly uh, about or so. Like the first one was supposed to end halfway through May. And I said, oh, actually, we need to post postpone that a bit because the story of the next chapter is fucking long. So uh, here's three temples. There we go. Yeah. Well, oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> I think it's surprisingly the only game I've played that has like a uh, a good battle pass. Like a battle pass I actually really like is uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. Because you can buy the premium battle pass with in-game currency. 
Because mm-hmm. that game doesn't have oh, premium cool. currency. There's just one currency. So you like if you just earn enough, you can just buy the premium battle pass. Um, Bastard Jewel is really cool. Uh, the, the, I mean, that is cool. I remember that there was uh, with Eve Online. There's there was this issue that you can con- there were two, cur- two cur- currencies and one was you know real money. The issue was you could convert back and forth between them. So actually, everything you did in that game involved real money on some level. Oh yeah. And uh, apparently, recently there's been uh, crimes unveiled that happened because of that. Like actually, yeah, that sounds like a lot of tax evasion can easily happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't know. I heard recently about like Eve Online. They had like a it was like a six thousand dollar battle, where like they had a battle between players on Eve Online, and the damage like equated to like six thousand dollars or something like that. Mhm, mhm. Yeah. Christ. Ah, what else did I want to say here? I wanted to shit talk Moth, but I forgot about what honestly. Uh, well, a, we can bully Moth for not being here for the Gundam episode. Yeah, Moth, you fucking fuck piece you, of shit. Fuck Why you, Moth. I, I know it's you. I know you're impersonating me on Twitter. I fucking know, no, no, that now. You have no escape. <laughs> I've got the evidence. <laughs> uh, I would like to do a Thunderbolt episode, though, because Thunderbolt is Moth's favorite Gundam show. Um, and Thunderbolt is... Is it the same continuity as like the original series? Yeah, it's, it it's Universal like... Century. It actually takes okay. place during the One Year War, which is the original mm-hmm. Mobile Suit Gundam series. So. Okay, so a side story of the events of the first series. Okay. Yeah, you can watch. I think you you can watch Thunderbolt without watching the original series. I mean, I want to watch the original, which is what's holding me back again. Like with the game series we discussed before, fucking foreshadowing. But yeah, yeah, someday. <laughs> right now, I'm just so into Jewish. I because as I said I binged it. I'm like, I'm turning to my wife and saying, "Hey, we'll watch that after uh, when when it finishes. It's a promise because it's actually really good." Yeah, no, Gundam. Gundam is consistently like really like even the worst Gundam series is like it's okay, except for I well I hear H sucks, <laughs> but it's kind of it is kind of weird now that I have watched so much Gundam, just mm-hmm. how much of it is like formulaic, especially Wing Wing is like the entirety of Wing is just like the first three series and then Charles Counterattack condensed into one series. Yeah, it even the ends the exact same bits. as Charles Counterattack. Well, with Endless Waltz, there was a colony drop, right? I think. Um, or, I think like the last like, few episodes of the original series was the colony mm-hmm. drop. Okay, no, no, but but I, I'm just talking about Wink here because again, that, that's the one I've seen. I remember that that was a plot point in the movie, uh, but Wait, again, it's been I, 15 years. I don't remember anything about Endless Waltz. <laughs> I watched it. I don't remember anything that happened in it. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good though. There was a little girl and uh yeah. There's a little girl. It had the the Gundam with the actual angel wings that's only on screen for like a few minutes. Yeah. And then it gets blown up and even though that's the coolest version of that design. Uh yeah, it gives yeah, that, that, uh, about... the Death Scythe wings, which is really cool. Oh yeah, that was cool. Um, I have that kit. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you remember. Yeah, I, I remember the Death Scythe that, that, That's how they fucking get you. We'll make a series so forgettable that you need to buy the fucking toys to remember anything about them and who was cool. <laughs> yep, I actually, I have two, like, gun, like, wing, like, kits of the Wing Gundam. Mm-hmm. I have, I have, a, like, the, the TV version of the Wing Gundam and I have the EW Wing Gundam. I mean, yeah, and the Swords one, the, the one with the wings, yeah, that makes sense. 
Uh, what I wanted to say is, but uh, yeah, I was asking right before, how many Gundams are there? Not the Max, but the series, like um, rough estimate. <laughs> because it's been fifty fucking years. Yeah, this is the. I think this year, no, not this year, but it's yeah, it's been a little fifty years now. Um, I want to say there's like twelve. Because oh, hold on, let's do a quick count. There's Mobile Suit Gundam, Zeta, Double Zeta, uh, Victory, G, Wing, X, um, Turn A, Seed, Double O, Age, Iron Blooded Orphans, G Witch. So that's thirteen. Okay, I might be missing less, some. That's way less than I thought, actually, because. But that's not including some... movies and OVAs and shit. Yeah, yeah, because because technically, like Unicorn is an OVA. Because with something this long spanning, I always feel like it's like one a year, like with the fucking Yakuza games that I always want to catch up on, but I never will. Honestly, they do like <laughs> they 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 consistently release like a Gundam movie or something like every other year. Because like mm-hmm. last year we got the um, the uh, Gundam. Um, Karakuru Doan's Island, I think that's what it's called, which is a movie adaptation of episode 15 of Mobile Suit Gundam. Okay. And then the year after that, and then like a few years after that, we got uh, Gundam Halfway, which is uh, very good. Especially if you have an OLED TV, because half that movie is dark on purpose. It's great. There's like a, there's like this like city scene that, uh, there's like the city fight scene that takes place at night. And mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. fucking barely see anything except for like hit sparks and shit. It's really cool. That's nice. I remember uh, this is on a tangent, but there is a mod for Hearts of Iron 4 called The New Order, where it's basically uh, 60s and 70s, a cold war between Nazi Germany, Japan, and US because the Axis won, basically. And uh, one of the events that will always stick out to me that happens in that game is Japan still produces a Gundam, but Char is the protagonist this time around. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want to see that series. Um, but as we need to, I guess we can kind of wrap up. Um, watch G-Witch. Watch Gundam in general, yeah. but uh, if, you, if you don't know where to start, watch G-Witch. Buy a lightning rod for your home. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, buy a lightning rod. Buy Renner's insurance. Don't have a kid. Um, <laughs> go to your local yeah. Hobby Lobby uh, every other week. Don't, they go. They don't fly to America ever, <laughs> even if you already live in America. Yeah, no. If you, if you live in America, get out. Um, get out. <laughs> go to your local Hobby Lobby every other week. They do a forty percent off sale on all uh, kits. Go uh, there, just buy all their all the Gundam kits and just start building them. They have a actually yeah. have, they have a like an entry they have like a, a entry grade line of kits, mm-hmm. and Hobby Lobby sells the entry grade like RX seventy eight two, which is the original Gundam. Are they pre built or fight? What's entry grade about them? So uh, it's just so you don't need tools to um, to snap them off the runner. They just snap off with your hands. Ah, I see. And they're they're a bit easier to build. So it's perfect for a man child like me. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. Entry gotcha. Gets a cool. I need to like get more into Gundam because again, gunplay itself sounds fun. But like the only model I'd be interested in right now would be Ariel, and that 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 feels like a secondary. I, I smell like a casual. I, I want to avoid that smell. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
Oh god, I'm one of those people, aren't I? I got in with the popular thing, and now I'll be at the ire of every single hey, fucking diehard that's been around for the last. At least you years. didn't get in with um, with Iron Blooded Orphans. You got in with a good one. Was Iron Blooded Orphans bad? I don't know. I hear people didn't like it. Ah, the Gundam see, Barbados see, is cool, even though it looks nothing like a fucking Gundam. <laughs> I mean, look. We can't kill innocent children, but we can gil- kill guilty children, right? Yeah! <laughs> That's the one thing I know about IBO. Like, out of context, it fucking punches the wind out of me. I, I just know he doesn't wear a shirt when he pilots the Gundam. What is this thing at Tapa Guren Lagan? I don't know. I don't. Like, I have no <laughs> fucking clue what's going on in Iron Blood Orphans, except there's a lot of, like. All the mobiles. It's like, very, it's like melee based, from what I understand. Okay. Which is kind of cool. I mean, that does sound cool. Finding in Mela is always superior. Yeah. That's S- why I need, I need to watch Escon Flown. Because that's like... Oh, I haven't seen that either. That's like Mecha like, Knights. Yeah, okay, okay. You're selling me. You're selling me. <laughs> but I haven't seen it. I think that's also a Sunrise show, too. I mean, with Sunrise, they do what? Gundam, Idol Master, and they did Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, they did Cowboy I, Bebop. Uh, they used to do a lot more. Hold on, hold on. Because with like, between Gundam and Idol Masters, these people are fucking set for life. They can do whatever the fuck they want. I'm, I'm gonna do some typey type and uh, look up what they done. Oh yeah, they did Code Geass. Which, uh, mm. by the way, uh, Witcher Mercury is written by, I think, the writer of Code Geass. Yeah, and they, they also wrote one of the Utena novels, apparently. Yeah. So I don't remember the name right now. I'm sorry, dear author, but. Uh, I'm already bad with names, let alone foreign ones. Yeah, so obviously even it's worse. going to be exactly like fucking Utena. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining. I fucking love Utena. It's uh, one of my top shows of all time, easily. I have only seen the movie. That's a sequel. How do you do that? That's, that, that's like only seeing End of Evangelion. We watched it in class. <laughs> okay, that's fair. When I was in college. Because I, I took an anime class in college. Where we watched anime, then had a class discussion, and I was like one of the only people that fucking loved Utena. Everyone else in that class was like, "I don't, I don't get it. I don't get what's going on." He was like, "You're a fucking idiot." <laughs> you imbecile! You uncultured swine! Like, no, it uh, doesn't yeah, it make sense. Fucking... It doesn't need to. She turned into a car. That's cool. <laughs> and that was fucking cool. It's a metaphor of a fucking drive. Don't you get it? She drives. She's Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Uh, but we watched, we watched, we watched that. We watched Akira. We watched, we watched some cool stuff in that class. We also watched like three random episodes of Bleach. Okay. And it made me never want to watch Bleach. <laughs> uh, that, that's fair. It's a good choice to not not watch Bleach. But uh, I don't know. The idea of anime class is fucking wild to me because we do, we don't have electives here outside of college so like if i had that maybe i would get in a bit earlier but as it was i had to fucking pirate anime in my school library because the internet i had at home was shit it was shit oh yeah no even like even like when i was in college, like high school like mm-hmm. i i feel like i watched a lot of anime but i pro- really didn't i watched full metal alchemist i watched berserk and i watched like even Gillian. That's really all I remember watching. Uh, when, I, when I was at university the first year, when I just spent most of that in my apartment, I watched a shitload of like Bacano Durara and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. 
and then I got a girlfriend and got, became normal. Normal. <laughs> yeah. You, you you become normal once you get some of that some of that, some of that, some of that love <laughs> in your life. <laughs> what, what's the term? Yeah. Oh god. Um, what's next, children? That that, that mistake I, don't ahead do of it. me. Oh gosh. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do I am I'm uh, for we, real. Like this is my only kid. I'm for real. Probably going to. We're not, we're not planning to, but like we, we every time like some cute story happens, it's like maybe I need to reevaluate. No, but with each time my my defenses get weaker. Yeah. Well. So my wife and I, we've been together, it'll be seven years this month. And so we didn't have a kid until nice. we were together like six years. So. I mean, we've been together 10 years. Oh, uh, okay, well. Uh, as of this April, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, we'll get to it. <laughs> I'm still, I'm fucking pissed. You're younger than me and you got married earlier and you got a kid earlier. Like, what the fuck? Let's go. Well, I'm, I'm behind on my goalposts. <laughs> Um, but I guess the wrap up. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you. Watch Gundam. We, uh, we're not gonna do a Patreon plug because I don't have access to that, and neither does Deoku. I I I thought I was mowing the lawn earlier today, and I thought I should ask Mike for the uh, Patreon plug, and then I didn't. And then we didn't. So uh, uh, um, we're gonna just have Lardo edited in uh, right here. And a special shout out to our patrons: Daniel Ashley, Vinegara. Nicole Carter, Cav Online, Gachi Chatticus Thundercock, and Quadrassic. Without you, the show wouldn't be possible, and we're grateful for all that you do for us. Hope you enjoyed the episode. And then uh, if, if, if anyone is giving Mike money, this is supporting this uh, show to stay on air because apparently hosting that costs money because we live in a dystopia. Uh, so thank you all for that. Yes, thank you a lot. And I mean, Mike's been through a lot with money and shit. So any anything yeah. you send, we've greatly appreciate it. We know we've been absent. Um, but thank you for your support. You can sleep soundly. I get nothing, so don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, I get nothing. To, I like it. we we don't see any of that money. It literally just all goes to hosting and paying Lardo to edit this shit. Yeah, it, it all goes towards Lardo's like hookers and blow, and it gets more and more expensive because apparently the inflation also impacted the cocaine market. So guys, please support. It us. goes towards Lardo's boyfriend's fucking like anime girl collection. I mean, you gotta snort the cocaine of something. Have you seen that shit, Lardo? <laughs> or have you seen that shit, Tid? No, no. Uh, Lardo's like, boyfriend I... has a collection of anime girl figures that are, like, naked and shit. Based? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the one thing I know about Lardo's living situation is that one Yu-Gi-Oh! video he made where he has, like, 20 dildos. <laughs> and I, I think I know why we need to pay him to keep editing the audio and he doesn't do it for free. He's, he's, he's the most based man alive. <laughs> Uh, Actually, speaking of figures, I got a Jill Nando. Uh, it's amazing. Thank you, thank you, Good Smile Company for having good taste. Oh yeah, they, well, they they just announced a guts one too, so I'm about to get that, baby. Oh yeah, they are doing a re-release of Lena Universe from Slayers, and my wife is is ecstatic because that's like one of her favorite characters of all time. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're going to get the because uh, they have they have model kits of Saleta and Miori now too. God damn it. So there, there you go. You can buy those. One of my coworkers bought them. I I should buy a house. I'm an adult. But... Sorry, you're going to have to pay $30 to have a Saleta figure with a with a Haro. Dude, $30 is like a week's worth of food here. I'm sorry. 
Uh, but thank you for listening. This has been the We Hate Anime podcast. Thank you for the um, first time. Like us on uh, Spotify. Do all that shit, I think. Yeah, fo- follow this channel on YouTube so it has a thousand subscribers so we can finally like make money on ads. We will get like $2 every month and it will be worth it. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to Tin on the, <laughs> no. the, the YouTubes. Plug your shit. I don't remember your channel name. Uh, it's last minute essays, but honestly, I, I feel bad playing myself here considering uh, I've got like, what, six times the, the, the number of subscribers? No, right I'll plug yourself. Um, subscribe to this channel. Tell your friends to subscribe to We Hate Anime because we actually hate anime. Yeah. Uh, um, unlike all those fucking pretenders that are out there actually loving anime, like some fucking good weebs. Here, there, there's only real men with real takes on media. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I don't have any more for this bit. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, follow We Hate Anime on Twitter at We Hate Anime Cast. Um, to. I need to find a password for that account because it's probably just more posting stupid shit. I forgot we were given the it. password. I have never fucking used it. Um, well, yeah, thank you all. And, uh, have a good night. See ya. <laughs>